tonight, the G-Man, Grant Harris! And I'm your host, Larry. The program. This has. Uh, Thank you for having me. Larry. Yeah, of Thank course. This has been a weird baseball season to begin with, being that it's about half a season and teams having to postpone for COVID. But it's been a really, especially weird series for the New York Yankees with uh, all the injuries they've kind of faced. Dude. You know, a team that. Uh, is mostly built on its well a, a big part of them is their offensive power and mm-hmm. judge and stanton missed most of the season stanton was having a great start and then uh but still they're 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 in the playoffs probably the four or five seed and some other guys have stepped up who may not have been so expected that's what I love about them. Yeah. I mean, like, they, they've kind of just, they do that. I mean, they've been a little wishy-washy, but yeah, like uh, like Luke Voigt especially. Luke Voigt is unbelievable. Kind of came from out of nowhere. He's an older rookie, right? Or no, sorry, he's a second-year player. Yeah, he was like traded a couple seasons ago for like, I don't even know who to the from the Cardinals and kind of just like, uh, we need a bat kind of guy. And then he just kind of had a breakout. Yeah. Like, run out of nowhere. And it was just like, oh, I guess... This guy is now our starting first baseman. <laughs> yeah, is he is he like legit an MVP contender this year? Yeah, he's been like the main producer. I guess his main competitor um, is uh, Lemayhu, who's yeah. know, plays right next to him at second base. Right, also a Yankee. Who's <laughs> so it's like the two best hitters are Lema- in the AL are probably Lemayhu and Voit. Uh, yeah. So now Judge and Stanton are back. How how have they been doing? And since they've come uh, back, so I think Stanton had a good day today, and he's been doing okay. Judge not so much, but I think for him, at least in the past, because we've been through this uh, many times before with him, it's kind of just like it takes some reps for him to kind of get his swing back under him. Um, and even if he is a little rusty, I'd still like like him in the lineup just in oh, a big yeah. spot. Um, but it's tough because, like, yeah, like you were saying, and just like. When you when you have those guys in the middle of the lineup, there it's just you know a great setup for success. But when they go down, and every year too, so it's like especially frustrating. It's like okay, now this is the year we have them back. Here we go, and then it's they just go down. So it's tough because they don't get that rhythm. So I'm a little concerned going in that they don't have a, like the the reps. But I guess that goes for most teams at this point. Yeah, because it's like a super short season. Well, how are you feeling? Um... I guess not just about these hitters, but uh, how about their rotation? I feel hopeful because of like past performance. I know it's been like shaky and like, you know, Tanaka maybe hasn't been as good and Cole is still getting, I guess, adjusted to New York or whatever. Uh, but based on their past experience, Tanaka is great in the playoffs and, and Cole is great too. So, I mean, in that first round, where's, which is the best of three. Yeah. You know, if you have two, you know, it's, a good one too you might be able to get through yeah absolutely i think i mean there are some other teams that 
like the Reds who kind of snuck into the playoffs might actually do pretty well with just their one and two pitchers. Right, right. Yeah, that's the thing, I guess, is just like a, a, a regular season success doesn't always translate as well if you don't have like a mm-hmm. top-heavy rotation. Yeah. And so Cole now, how's he? let's see how he's been doing this year. I mean, the, I guess it's a little bit of a down year. The Ks, the strikeouts per nine are not quite as good, but overall still very solid 2.84 ERA. Um, yeah. I guess after last year, you got to assume he's just going to step up in the playoffs and do what he needs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why you get him because we never really had that kind of got i mean everyone was always like kind of playing above their like weight i guess um but cole is supposed to be that like 1a pitcher so yeah cole is weighty you know. in, in the good way <laughs> yeah exactly <clears throat> um so the the one guy who's been healthy i think is gary sanchez but he's been pretty <laughs> terrible right uh, i yeah i I'll say like I've just been huge sell on him. Like yeah. I, 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 he hasn't been. He was never great catching. Like he always like he always had like a weird stance and then a lot of pass balls and stuff. And I was like, okay, like typical like not great behind the plate, but like the bat is you know. And then he kind of doesn't bring it with the bat either. So it's kind of like, what are we even getting here? Yeah. And and like even with like somebody like Cole, like like his ERAs and performance is way better with the backup catcher. So it's just like. I don't, I know Sanchez had a lot of promise and like had a big like 2015, 2016, but I, he, I don't feel, really feel like he's like bloomed kind of like, like a Torres or a judge. It's just yeah. kind of like, it feels like we're just holding on to like a, <laughs> a promise or a name value when it's, it is not producing. Yeah. And they may want to wait for his value to go back up before trading him if they can. But I feel like most right. Yankee fans have given up on him at this point. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, I mean, I would love to be proven wrong. Like, you know, I'd be, I'd be the first to admit it when you know he does a big thing, but just haven't seen like that, like that, like clutch play or like that big tenacity to want to win. He just seems like a little down yeah. all the time. <laughs> Who, um, wait, who's the Yankees uh, shortstop these days? Ben Torres, I think, is the right uh, when he's in there. But he's he's also had some injury issues this yeah week. i don't think he's been in the lineup too too much um let's see they played this play. afternoon they won 11 4 this is saturday afternoon so the yankees just won 11 to 4 against the marlins um yeah. it looks like uh he did not play it was wade today who oh, okay why am i drawing a blank on the name of who's the shortstop that they tr- or i think shortstop that they traded to or that they didn't resign oh, the Philly signs. That's Didi Gregorius. Didi Gregorius, yeah. Right. But yeah. uh who like never had a huge like average or like was like a major all star, but like kinda was just like you kind of felt good about him being up with like a with a big spot. Kinda like Aaron Hicks is now. Yeah. And and good defensively as well. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. But I think Torres was always like always a shortstop, but just had, like moved to second because he was like young and just mm. like they had DD who was doing well, but I think shortstop is his natural. Urshela has like been somebody who's like, I think was just going to be like a utility guy mm-hmm. and just kind of like fill in whenever, but kind of became the regular third baseman after Andujar went down and never really 
came back. Yeah, and how's Urshela? Let's I'm going to take a look at his numbers so far this year. He's, he's hitting over 300 with mm-hmm. decent o, OBP. Like yeah, it looks like it's 376 OBP. That's that's very good. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean he he hits like sixth or seventh in the lineup. So I mean, if you're getting that kind of production out of the bottom half, there like. Great, and he. I remember he had like a big hit, big game, like in the our last elimination game last year, and it was just like I remember like nobody was hitting, and it was just like can someone just show life? And I remember he got a couple hits. It was like okay, this like this feels, you know, mm-hmm. like a contribution. You're <laughs> like, thank <Yeah>. you, sir. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's. I think that's like the greatness of of the Yankees organization is, you know, they've always they've always been able to attract stars because of their history and the fact that they are in the biggest market. And can pay yeah. pay people, but they've. I mean, Brian Cashman is a great GM and has been for a long time, and they have always had a lot of homegrown talent and been very big about like protecting future assets and not just willy nilly making trades like, like you know the Mets, for example, <laughs> have, been, <laughs> have been a terrible organization and just for so long have not you know been up on analytics or or any sort of forward thinking thing. And it right. just, you know, their, their farm system in terms of arms right now is just dry. And well. I want the Mets to do better, man. Yeah. I feel bad. They no have to eventually, <laughs> eventually a team will hire a smart front office. So like I'm a Knicks fan and, and we've been terrible for so long with terrible front offices, but it feels like, I don't know. Are you, you're a Lakers fan, right? Yeah, but I mean, being in New York, like you know, that's you know, you follow the home teams too. Yeah. And it's just it's it's just it's just that extra level of despair because it's like it's as high as the ownership, you know. Like with the Knicks, it's just like <laughs> when you can't like if the owner's bad, it's like there's no one above that to like save it. So yeah, it's really tough. And all the calls to like sell the team, he's not selling the team. But I do think he now has a good front office. Uh, it seems like Leon Rose, who's the new president of basketball oh, operations, there is. Doing a solid job, but we'll see. I mean, he hasn't really made any moves yet. Um, okay, so Yankees now, I think they're maybe would be I th- eh, still the five seed. Um, who yeah. Would you, it would be nice to get the four seed because of like all the games being at home in that first round. I, yeah. Uh, I don't know about this year in particular, but I know in past years, like the home field advantage has been huge for the Yankees. It's weird because... There's no fans, so that yeah. takes a big part of why that makes an advantage, I guess. But just being like not on the road is probably helpful too. I guess. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, and it's weird now that they've decided to do a playoff bubble. Uh, yeah, because now, they did, on the West Coast too. Yeah, which I, I guess the fires are abating. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, oh, well. there's the West Coast and in Texas. I think they're having some games as well. Oh, right. Maybe that's the National League in Texas, the AL and the West Coast. I can't remember. But um, because they're doing it in bubble air, bubbles in warm environments, they could have pushed back the playoffs a little bit and made the season a little longer. But it's all it's all good. I, mean, I think it's coming at a good time where I'm pretty excited and into what's going on in baseball right now. Yeah, I mean... It's good to have that like normal feeling of like October you yeah. get baseball too. Plus you get like the uh, NBA playoffs uh, finals on top of that, which is like obviously very unique. So. Yeah, uh, I mean it, it is. It's so unique as a sports fan right now. But I I am so looking forward to like the next few weeks. We have 
you know, the NBA finals coming up and then right after or during, but like once the NBA finals ends, you could just start pick up the baseball playoffs if you if you even miss the first round and it's just like nonstop important games. I love it. Yeah. I know, yeah, I get to pull my you get to potentially pull your hair out as a fan for like an extra week with <laughs> these like additional rounds. <laughs> yeah. Um so which which of the possible opponents it looks like it would be Cleveland's or the White Sox. It could yeah. be Minnesota as well, but probably not. It's probably going to be whoever's second in that AL Central division. Uh, right. Who would you prefer to play? I mean, Cleveland, definitely out of those two. I mean, I think we've like taken them before, and I just feel like they're more of a known quantity where like this White Sox team is kind of just like, been bad for a lot of years, but like been the same guys and now they're just like matured and now they're really good. They just seem like a scary team that could kind of blindside somebody. Yeah. They, they have been struggling in the last like week or two and kind of limping into the playoffs, but I do feel like their bats could catch fire. It's true. I guess on the other hand is just like an inexperienced team might not like know how, but you know, without fans, it's kind of neutralizes it. I mean, you know, you don't may not have that same atmosphere, right? In terms of like it's a playoff game, whatever. Yeah, um, but I mean, if I had my, it, sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say the, I agree with you that yeah, the fan having no fans there, it would uh, take away some of the pressure that might come for to a young player who's never been in the playoffs before. Yeah, I mean, if I had my pick of anybody, it would be Minnesota, just because I don't think we've ever lost a playoff series <laughs> to them, and like we played them. Like a handful of times so since like oh two or oh three, <laughs> so yeah. like that would be great. But uh, I mean, most and then like the team I fear most is probably like maybe Tampa, just because they've owned us this year. Like yeah. I feel like every time I've checked it when we're playing them, it's just like we lose two, two or get swept. Yeah, what a great year for Tampa, and I know I know they were predicted to be pretty good, but I didn't imagine them being the first overall seed in the AL. No, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, wow. I mean, For some reason, my app has them listed as third, but yeah, they have the fewest losses. Six fifty-five baseball. It's crazy. Yeah, and then a uh, Oakland. So it's it's just a bunch of um, smaller market teams, which is kind yeah, of yeah. It's like the it's like the Moneyball money, playoffs, basically yeah. with the top three teams, right? There. Right, right. And Houston just kind of eh, coming in at five hundred without Verlander. So I, I don't I, yeah. I don't see much happening for them. Yeah, I mean, I would just want to play them just to be the team that beats them out of the playoffs <laughs> this year because <laughs> we've lost two championship series against them and they're the most hated team in baseball, like, pretty much objectively yeah. at this point. <laughs> yeah, they they almost got away with uh, the whole being the hated team and ha- getting to play with no fans. So it was like they didn't have to deal with all the booing. <laughs> big winners out of this whole thing is the Astros. <laughs> yeah, they're the big winners of 2020. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of tells you how things are going. If the Astros right. are like, <laughs> the Astros are like, this is a great year, twenty twenty. Can it get any better? <laughs> oh my god! I mean, um, speaking of like Tampa playing so well, like I, I had to look at. Uh, I don't know if you're paying to seeing the NL at all, but the Dodgers are just mm-hmm. kind of ridiculous here. Yeah, forty one <laughs> and seventeen. <laughs> yeah, and. 
Uh, I mean, again, once again, they win the NL West, and we'll see. Can <laughs> Clayton Kershaw is known for his his no shows in the playoffs, but <laughs> yeah, I, I would think they, they they have to benefit from just this new expanded. I guess the expanded format, even though it's an extra round, they, they should be fine in the first rounds, being able to play every game at home. Uh, I've I've kind of jumped on the San Diego bandwagon for this season, just because I like. <laughs> I like all the trades they made. Uh, I like their retro uniforms. It's just interesting to look ahead. Oh, that, that's awesome. Uh, like from the 70s or something? Like they're like kind of brownish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brown and yeah. yellow. <laughs> yeah. As, as my friend uh, and fellow podcast host, uh, Eric Hellwig said, they went with a color scheme of poop and piss. <laughs> I'm very familiar to everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It brings, brings up some like... Some memories and it's just yeah it triggers the what senses. is their story though because i feel like they've been the padres haven't been relevant since tony gwynn yeah pretty much and so they they've for the last few years they've had a really great farm system or it's been talked about their farm system and on top of that they they just stole fernando tatis jr basically from the white Sox. and oh, wow. he was like a throw-in on a trade for james shields <laughs> Oh, wow. Who's now retired. <laughs> That's the pitcher? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. So so they made out there, and, and Fernando, he's, he really made a leap where he's like a MVP contender this year. A bunch of wow. other guys made a leap, and they've added all these like bullpen arms and a few extra hitters at the trade deadline. So they're, oh, wow. they're for real, and they're the four seed, but they have tied for the second-best record in the, the NL. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're so far and ahead better than the fifth. I mean, like, the Cardinals are barely 500. Right, and and then haven't clinched yet or anything, so. Oh, true, yeah. yeah. How, are you, how are you feeling about uh, the Yankees' bullpen? Um, I've, been, I've been hearing that it hasn't been doing too well this year. Like, Jonathan Holder, who's been, like, traditionally a solid arm, has kind of been horrible, I think, in just in terms of ERA. Um, I think Chapman's been a little bit better over mm-hmm. the last couple games. That's hopeful. Um, and then, yeah, out of Vino, too, like uh, six ERA, not not really what you're looking for out of an eighth no. inning guy. But, Chapman. But Britain, yeah. Yeah, Chapman's still getting, he's, wow, 16.97 Ks per nine, which is pretty good. Um, but, yeah, I guess besides that, not much going on. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 hopefully these guys find their form too, but I don't know. Um, we'll see. I mean, if, if they have to do a lot, it, it, I don't know. It's such a combination, like with the with the starting rotation. Yeah, of course. Like, if these guys are getting stretched. Yeah, uh, I mean, they're going to rely heavily on Garrett Cole for sure. I, I, th- I think it is going to really come down to if, like, if Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton can come alive, then it yeah. goes from being a, a very good lineup to being just a devastating lineup that can compete with anybody. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Because, yeah, if you can build the lead early and save these guys, especially because it's like there's more playoff games to be had. So, like, I, I, you have to – it's weird because, I guess, you have to try and win the game at hand, but there's such a long stretch that you, I guess, have to take into account. It's like – you could go through arms pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially with the new rule of uh, 
having to throw to three batters. So they could definitely take some other wow, team, okay. screw some other teams who are trying to play the righty lefty matchup. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the Yankees. I think they'll make it at least pass round one. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird because I mean, like, uh, the, you know, like they, they're always expected to like, you know, be in the world series or win it, but this year is so like, it's so, it's so like almost hypocritical. It's like, Oh, if we lose, like, what do we, you know, what do pandemic baseball, but if you win, it's like, well, we still won, you know, like, yeah. I think over the NBA side, the Clippers are leaning into that excuse. <laughs> so, I feel that. Yeah. But the Lakers looking good. I, LeBron is hungry. Uh, so they yeah. should, uh, you think they'll put it away tonight? I don't know. I, uh, depends, I guess if, D- if Davis plays, I don't know what the latest is with that. Be- Oh, wow. I hadn't heard that either. I guess because he hurt his ankle at the end of last game. Yeah. He so should I don't know if they're going to run him. Play. I would imagine he's going to play, but I don't know. Let me look that. Let's yeah, see guess, if I can find anything. Yeah, yeah I guess the option is, like, do you run him out and just try and seal the deal, or do you, like, try and temper him a little and potentially lose and go to game six mm. against a team that's <laughs> like, already won two series down three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, and has played really well this series despite being down 3-1. Uh, I'm seeing right now a, he's officially listed as questionable. He feels fine. Um, mm. Whatever. I, I imagine he'll play. Yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised if they have to take him out. So yeah, you got two teams in the playoffs, so that must be fun. <laughs> uh, who do you root for in football? Uh, New York Giants. Oh, nice. So. The, the G Men. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah. Who are killing the other end of the stick there? <laughs> yeah, I, know. Uh, I, I, yeah. I, I, I grew up a Broncos fan. I, I went on. I came. Uh, I glommed onto them because of the blue and orange, which matched the Knicks and matched the Mets. So I really oh, liked them nice. that for that reason. Um, and this year, I was like, I should, I want to kind of get into a New York team, maybe the Giants. And now <laughs> it's just so unexciting to watch them. It's tough because if you were wanted to even test the waters of the Jets, you'd be kind of in the same boat. <laughs> I think even worse, maybe. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, who knows? Like. Dumb and Dumber over there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's a good name for the two <laughs> New York City football teams. Okay, well, uh, before we go, is there anything you'd like to plug or let the people know where they could find you on the internet? Um, I'm kind of laying low on the social media right now. I'm nice. still on Facebook, so you can friend me, uh, Grant Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, traditional Facebook, I guess, and uh, that's kind of it. Yeah. Uh, no, no tweeting, no Twitter account. No Twitter at the moment. That kind of, kind of low on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but uh, <laughs> I guess I could throw my email out. Yeah. Uh, how about a Bumble account? You have a Bumble account. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to get lucky. You just got to get lucky. So I okay. through that. <laughs> yeah. Just go on Bumble and keep swiping until you find Grant's profile. <laughs> yeah. And follow. Feel him. free to reach out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah follow me. All right. Well, th- thanks for joining. Uh, if the Yankees make it beyond round one, uh, want to come back? We'll talk more. Absolutely. I would love to. <laughs> Sounds great. I, of course, am at Larry the Athlete on all social media. And you could subscribe to Larry No Sports on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. May all your dreams be hoop dreams. Good night, folks.